We are joined by Brian Zenzen today, our human resources guy, because someone felt like they were getting money stolen from them at work by their supervisor. I liked it, though. <laughs> I, misconnections of an oven maybe breaking up a couple before it even got started. Uh, I got called out in a meeting. Yep. And you got mad at us about Brent Franklin. <laughs> that was we covered a lot of ground today. A thousand points in trash flash too. Oh, dude, you'll hear it all right now in the podcast. Kelly and Wood. My boss is asking us trivia questions and fining us. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we have up today in the HR files. As we are now joined by our human resources guy Brian Zenzen. Their boss will come up and ask them questions that they should know, may know, whatever. Okay. And what happens is, if they get it wrong, he's fining them. Now, the like fine, money? Well, this person says that the fines aren't like extravagant, uh-huh. but it's like five bucks. And then it goes into like a kitty. And then, like at the end of the month, they'll buy like lunch for everybody or something. <laughs> so it's almost what? like a kangaroo court. Now, yeah. I'll be honest with you, I actually think this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And th- this person is saying, like, Hey, honestly, I don't deal well with pressure a lot, and I feel like sometimes I get targeted on this, and I get things wrong, and I'm paying money yeah. that I really can't afford right now. Mm-hmm. Is this okay? I have two words. That is wage theft. <laughs> wow. That's, that sounds like a serious uh, accusation. Your manager can't just take money from you for getting a question wrong about something. Really? Wouldn't even do this in the military for crying out loud. Man, <laughs> they do do it? No, sure? they don't. Oh. I mean, okay, so like let's say if you come up like when I was in basic training and if you were in line and you couldn't remember your three general orders, you'd have to go to the back of the line. Yeah. But they wouldn't reach in your pocket and say, "Give me 5 <laughs> bucks and we're going to get you all popsicles at the end of the month." But you're getting something. I mean, you're getting a lunch out of it at the I, end of the day. I understand that there is something that they are going to get at the end of the day, but essentially establishing like a slush fund with forced employee contributions isn't the way to do it. Man, I cannot believe that I'm on the corporate side and here's Zen Zen. You think this is a good thing? Is uh, be taking people's money like that? I think it's If good. it was like a quarter or something, then okay, fine. But you, what did you say it was five bucks? Five bucks. Jeez Louise, what if you could ask 20 questions in a week? Well, well, all right, what is this? Uh, you know, That's $100, Kelly. Yeah, that's 100 bucks. 20 times five, that's 100. No, your business. I can put that towards my debt. If I right now bet you, if I took you over to the sales side of the building and oh, said, no. Right. There's still people that I, I've worked here six years and there's still people I don't know their name over there. I literally just called someone today by the wrong name and I've been working with her for six years. But my point is, is I think this is a good way to like reinforce learning, stay uh-huh. on top of things. Uh-huh. But let's say they do like, hey, if you got... 10 safety questions right. And I could see where this would be centered. Mm-hmm. Now, where they took the, the wrong left turn would be essentially taking money from the employees. Okay? That's, that's, don't, don't do that. But if you can't take, if you're not going to do money, like what's my, what, what's my incentive to be in my game? The incentive could be days off. Right. You can get, you could get money toward so extra vacation. Okay. You could get money towards like company swag or like, hey, if you get ten. My dad, when he used to work for the uh, the union, the electrical company, if they got a certain amount of things, they got a safety gift card. But that you can't. Like so much work to just break off a five. I don't even want to do math. Can I say something? I want to know how much Wood makes. And he's okay with you just coming down here asking him trivia, and he's gonna crack you off a five every time. I think it's time to get that out in the, the open. The bigger thing is, is I know everything. I mean, <laughs> right. that's why I'm yeah. not worried about this. Yeah, and we and we know that, right? Like if you threw a trivia question at me right now <clears throat> about the workplace, yep. Boom. 
I have no, I wouldn't even, my wallet wouldn't even see the light of day. I just think it's more of a, hey, we're all in this yeah. together. Maybe it's once a day. Who does it land on? Boom. Today it's Kelly. Kelly. Well, if I opted into it, but I'm, you're not just going to come take $5 from me. There could be some furniture moving around this office, man. Yeah, you would pay up. I would. I'm like, here's 20. I'm sorry. I, I, would such just, a I'm, I will just say about this whole thing. You like tread with caution if you're trying to collect funds from people in the workplace. So here's the deal. Let me put this out there. Let me put Come out on. this challenge right here. All right, now. let's go. Brian Zenzen, you're HR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're in everyone's business. You know everyone's skeletons. Right now, if I bet you $5, if uh-huh. I could ask you a trivia question <laughs> on air about an employee. Hang on a second. I don't have $5. Okay. I have $2 in my pocket. All right, $2. dollars Big cash. spender, big spender. Okay. $2. Are you willing to put on the line that you would know the answer? Let's Are you do game? It. Mm-hmm. Brian Riley's girlfriend's name is what? <laughs> uh, well, I believe she is referred to as Dove. Wow. But her name is Allison? Dang. Damn it. <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> I work with Brian every day. I have no idea. <laughs> I think she was referred to as a different type of bird because that's clo- Dove is close to her last name. Yeah. Um, Jeez, how do you know all this? But I know the what, HR guy who cares right there. I know everything. Dang. These two American dollars are going back into Dang. the kitty. Spend them at the track. All right, well, I think we got to the bottom of this one. And honestly, I'm a, I'm a tad frightened of Zenzen now. Yeah, that's that's really you see good. see how big this head is? See how yeah. big my head is? All right, everyone take Four it. Head. We got other it's stuff. It's all brain, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and my forehead. It's all, the hair is getting sucked inside. It's... All right, we'll do it again next week. <laughs> Joined by Brian Zensen. Thank you, sir. Kelly and Wood. Now, Wood, you were called out yesterday in a meeting. I don't, I'm, I apologize. I didn't even see this happen. I know, you're on uh, You're on your phone looking at boats. Well, because well, because when the meeting started, <laughs> I boom, tune out. Now, I wanted our bo- our big boss here to join us here. JD. Mm-hmm. Can we go back to you tuning out when the meeting happens? Yeah, you tell me one thing that happened in that meeting yesterday that I needed to know about. Well, this that I'm about this, to talk about. Um, we talked about ratings. We talked about ratings were phenomenal. <laughs> Done. We, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, disrespect. Here, here's the deal: is uh, Kelly, we get asked to do events. They're called remote broadcasts, mm-hmm. and uh, they come in literally months ahead of time. Yes, correct. And what drives me nuts is I am not an adult when it comes to this stuff. They'll say, hey, can you do this event, whatever it is, two months from now? I don't know what I'm doing next week. Not only do you not know that, you'll do an event and then forget to get paid for it. I do that a lot. Yeah. And what happens is, so Tara Trout, who's in charge of our promotions, will literally come to me every week and she'll say, hey, just a reminder, you're here, here, and here. Yes. At this time, this time, and this time. Cool. Appreciate it. So I get asked to do this two months out. Now, I'm smart, though. I know two months from now. We got football. Oh, I did hear this yesterday. And this came down <laughs> is, hey, would you been requested to be at this event? It's on a Saturday. I instantly said, no. Didn't even look at my calendar. Nothing. Yeah. Now, Brian Riley next to me goes, oh, I got a wedding that day. October 7th. I remember the date now. Which is a great reason to not do an event. He's lying. All right. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. Because <laughs> didn't we say whose wedding? And he couldn't answer? Exactly. And I... I'm not a truthful person. I said, no, I'm not doing that because football will be on. And then, J.D., you come and say, that's not an appropriate reason to miss events. 100% not an appropriate reason. <laughs> that's messed and, up. And I, and I love sports, but I'm not going to be like, hey, <laughs> I'm not going to do an event because I have to sit and watch a football game. And that's that's my thing. It's like, hey, no, I'm not going to do it. Like, If it was your kid's football game, 
Then possibly. Then I think that's a good excuse to miss something. Haven't you watched football at events before? Like yes. one time at the craft beer tour, wasn't was it like Cleveland playing or something? It was Ohio State, and yes, I okay. did have my phone on and got called out for it. So fine, if I'm not going to be allowed to do this, I'll just go home. Now, does Wood get any points for honesty, though? No. Now, he wasn't making up in it, some that's story about some <laughs> sham wedding that none of us know about. You don't get points for honesty when it's not a good reason. <laughs> See, on, they tell you honesty is the best policy. They're yeah. full of hooey. Well, but do you understand how much Wood loves football? Mm-hmm. I, I, why are you defending this? Because <laughs> he didn't defend me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm making you, up for lost time. Uh, yeah, usually when I listen to the show, you don't defend him at all. I well, walk in here now, I'm getting bombarded by both of you. The reason why is because I, I understand Wood's love of football. Mm-hmm. and so because I love I, football. Because I wasn't paying attention. I didn't speak up to take it. Right. So someone's got to take this remote. <laughs> Someone did. I mean, I don't know who. Oh, I, okay. But yeah, it was taken. I don't remember either, but yeah. I just want to know from so from here on out when football season comes around the woods punch cards filled on the weekends and Thursday nights and Monday nights and some Friday nights. <laughs> we can discuss this out there. <laughs> I I think I'm in the clear on this. Would the craft beer tour is in 3 months? 4 months. Are you going to be able to make that? No, I got a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's that's a better reason. Who's getting married? Uh people go to a different school. She's a model. <laughs> All right, it's time to play Win the Intern's Lunch. Of course, as we've stated, Brian Riley is by no means an intern, and I feel bad calling him that. Hey, by the way, if you want to intern on the show, please, just reach out. Let us teach you. (laughs) Right. It's it's the easiest job in the entire world. Look at our interns don't even show up. Yeah, big deal. (laughs) And you can put, it's a one hell of a resume builder, Mm -hmm. I'll tell you that much. All right, but because we don't have any interns, we have used Brian Riley as a substitute for our interns. And I believe we have Mark on the phone ready to play. Mark, what are you up to this morning? Driving to work. All right, man. You ready to play Win the Interns Lunch? I am. Oh. All right, so Wood will read you the questions that we asked Brian Riley, and you just have to guess will he get them right or wrong. you got to get best two out of three, okay? Sounds good. All right. All right, the first question I'm going to ask Brian here is... Name one of the three Baltic states. <laughs> Will he get that right or wrong? I would say wrong. All right, let's see what Brian Riley said. Name one of the Baltic states. <laughs> Baltic states? The Baltic states. And I'll give you a hint. It's in Europe. Oh, because I thought Baltic was like Baltimore. <laughs> I you were going to be like Maryland. I can't even laugh. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> all right. The, all right. The Balt. Uh, oh, boy. Um, I am going to say the Baltic state is one of them. I just have to do one. Just one. Just one of. And there's three of them. Show me Italy. Incorrect. What is a Baltic state? They're the states uh, right around the Baltic Sea. We're looking for Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. Those are all. Pizza. Those are all made up words. <laughs> all made up words. Wow. D- now this is from a seventh grade quiz. Hey man, don't be mad because seventh graders are smart out there, yeah, man. Golly. All oh. right. Well, Nick, you did it. You got to be one honest, right. I didn't know that. None of us did. Wood didn't either. Don't let him fool you. I absolutely did. Our second question is about geometry. Hey, homotria. (laughs) An isosceles triangle has two of these. Will he get that right or wrong? I would say he would get it right. You think he's going to get it right? All right, let's see. Going math here, an isosceles (laughs) triangle has two sides that are what? All right. A, a right triangle is a 90 degree. There's an equilateral. Dude, I I took trig in college and it failed that class, and I'm pretty sure we learned that in this. Well, this is seventh grade. <laughs> and I'm 
passing judgment. I'm not passing judgment. Oh, okay, say, say the, repeat the question again. An isosceles triangle has two sides that are what? Isosceles. I'm going to say two sides that are the same length. That is correct. Man. All right. Now, you did it. You've already won Brian Riley's lunch. Would you like to see if you can make it a clean sweep? Let's go. All right. Which amendment in the U.S. Constitution has to deal with illegal searches? Will he get that right or wrong? I would say he will get it right. I think he's going to get it right. All right. Let's see. Now, you've already won his lunch, but let's see if he can do a clean sweep. This amendment protects us from illegal search. Oh Which gosh. one? This is not learned in seventh grade. Oh, you're out of your mind. I, probably said? fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I must have went to a really bad school. Okay. What said he got these from a website that said seventh grade. Mm-hmm. What was the website called? Learning. Seventhgradequestions.com? <laughs> yeah. All right. What was the seventh question? Seventh grade for dummies. Uh, this amendment <laughs> protects you from illegal search. Which All right. one? I'm going to say the sixth amendment. That is... Incorrect. Ooh, which one is it? I have no clue. We were looking for the fourth. Oh, dude, I had four on my hand, and I was like, "Nah, I can't be fourth. The sixth that... is a uh, speedy trial. Okay, it's the same thing. No, it's right. not. <laughs> not at all. But that doesn't matter. You didn't. You didn't get the clean sweep. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. You still won Brian Riley's lunch this morning. Excellent. Wood. If there's one thing you hate at a store, it's what people. Checking themselves out. Self-checkout. You take a strong stance against self-checkout. I've watched you, when self-checkout was the only option, Mm -hmm. stand there and wait for someone to ring you up. I will. I don't care if it's a fast food restaurant. My wife the other day did some back-to-school shopping. Yeah. And she said when she got up there, there was one register open. Yeah. There was a line. There was people doing the self-checkout. There was a line there. She said she waited in the line for the cashier. Right. And the, like the reason I'm doing this is for you, the employee. Right. Like they if they they're going to want to get rid of you at some point in time, man. I'm sure they've already done it. We're, we're seeing it already. How many times have you walked into a fast food restaurant now and they don't even have anyone up there to take I, the order? I, I hate that because I won't do it. I'll just stand there. I don't know. My the funny thing is though my kids can bang out their McDonald's order in a second on that thing. Mm-hmm. Like my son is like boom 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 no onions. Boom boom boom. I'm like how do how do you know this? No, I will I will stand there. Well, here, Wood, you're going to love this then. Trader Joe's says they're not doing it. They're not doing any self-checkouts. They, I guess there's a Trader Joe's podcast. Oh. That sounds like a scorcher. There's a bunch of hippies. <laughs> right? What do they even talk about? But Bird anyway, seed. the CEO is on there, and he said, hey, making people do self-checkout is making people work, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to burden shoppers with checking out and bagging their own groceries. Bingo. And honestly, like then the most infuriating thing is like then something doesn't ring up, right? Right. And now you gotta sit there and wait. No, I don't. I that's mine now. I, I tried. I, if your stuff's not working, I'm not an employee. Boom, I'm taking it. The worst is when you put it in the bagging area. And it's like put item in bagging area. Okay, I already did. Mm-hmm. Let me remove it and put it back. Unwanted item in bagging area. I'm like. No, it's not. Yeah, and that's the thing, man. Like, why am I doing this? And then there's some 14-year-old who doesn't care, you know, and the, my red light is blinking, and they're not paying attention. They're supposed to come help me. I, to hell with it. And guess what? Then fire me. 
Fire me for theft. <laughs> right. Oh, wait. I don't work here. That's how that goes. I didn't know this was going to get you this heated. I thought you would be oh. happy that Trader Joe's is... I don't even know where there is a Trader Joe's, though. I, I, don't, think I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever even been in one, but hopefully they spread like wildfire because I love that they're... Like my little neighborhood grocery store, I always liked going in there because it was kind of a cozy little <laughs> neighborhood store. Now they got self-checkout. It just ruined the whole feeling of it. Well, that, and like that's a good entry-level job, that, how people learn yeah. things. And, and it's just... You know what? When I... I was when I got my very first job ever pushing carts at the grocery store. It was a promotion to move up to cashier. Yeah, and then stock after that. Mm-hmm. We got it. We got to get back to basics, man. Well, and it, it just it, it's having that human touch to your business, right? Too. I, it, it matters. The, the cashier lady when we first moved up from Texas made my night so many times. How are you? Oh, how are your kids? Exactly. All that stuff. Boy, I sound old right now. Well, no, but it's just it's. We all want fast. We all want quick. We all want easy. But at some point in time, man, like if you keep getting rid of the human element, we're going to lose a lot more than we expect. Well, if they ever put a Trader Joe's in our area, I will be sh- I'll be the first one to shop there. I don't, I don't even know what they sell, but I'll be there. Let's get it done. All right. What, what do you got in the trash flash next? Well, it's, well, these two idiots. Not really backing up my humanity <laughs> argument there. As well, I got two gentlemen who started off with a argument and ended with gunshots. Jeez, that escalated. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Man, it sure is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Yes, that's where we have 38-year-old Thomas Arnie. Now, Thomas is hanging out with his friend. And they're drinking beers. So far, so good. In fact, they're drinking a lot of beers. They're drinking so many beers, they're still up at 4 a.m. in the morning. Oh, gross. I know that feeling. Now, at some point in time, something happened between the two, and an argument started. All right? Well, that is when Arnie's friend apparently lost his temper and went over and punched the window out of a nearby car. Not cool, man. No. Well, the friend then turned towards Arnie, according to him, and got in a aggressive stance. (laughs) Arnie then decided, you know what? I'm putting an end to this and shot his friend in the leg. As you can imagine. Grand opening, grand closing. Even in Florida at 4 a.m. when gunshots are ringing out, the authorities come running. But before authorities could get there, the fight continued. That's because the now victim was laying on the ground screaming at him. And Arnie said, you know what? You better shut your mouth or I'll give you a fresh one. (laughs) He then pistol whipped the man that was laying on the ground. The man on the ground told Arnie, oh, real nice. What are you going to do? Shoot me again? Oh, gosh. Arnie then shot him in the other leg. Clearly, you know he's capable of shooting you. Yeah, I don't know if I'd been poking the bear on that one. When authorities got there, Arnie was still there, as was the victim laying on the ground with a bullet hole in each leg. Good news is EMT quickly was able to get him taken care of and off to the hospital. Arnie admitted to the whole thing, but he said, hey, no, he came at me aggressively. I was just defending myself. Yeah. Authorities not buying it. (laughs) He was taken to jail where he is facing numerous charges. All right, mm-hmm. let's get this one a score, shall we, Wood? Yeah. I hate to say it because I've been in this boat many times. Hanging out, drinking beer at 4 a.m. 
That's trash. I'm sorry, it's trash. Mm. I, I, I'm gonna give it 175. I'm not gonna give it 200 because that would shut her down, man. You got to get some sleep, right? Talking but, about somebody who's about 38 years old. Come there's, on. there's some times where you're having such a good time, though, you don't want to stop, but you got to. The next day is coming. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And it's gonna you're gonna have to pay the toll for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll give 175 to that. Get in an argument when having a bunch of beers with your friends. That's trashy. I'm sorry, it just is. Yeah. Stop it. Now. Now, what, what, wait, what happened before the guy grabbed the gun? He punched the window out oh, of a okay, car. Okay, that's right. Allegedly. Punching the window out of a car is trashy. Oh, yeah. It's going to get you 150 points. Now, grabbing a pistol because someone punched the window out of your car and shooting them mm-hmm. is trashy. Oh, yeah. That's 200 points right there. Shooting them a second time <laughs> is also trashy. Oh, yeah. 200 points on that. Also, he pistol whipped them, too. Don't forget that. Anytime mm-hmm. you either get... Or administer a pistol whipping. It's trashy. Doesn't seem like something that goes down in a high class place. No, it doesn't. Mm-mm. And then they were were they both arrested? No, the one guy was taken to jail. The other guy went to the hospital right. with bullet holes in his leg. How about this? If you ever end up in a hospital because you stayed up drinking with one of your friends, oh, that's trashy. All right, is it or is it not? I, I would be the more trashy thing is the guy who just shot you, almost daring him to shoot you again. That's tr- okay. We'll get that's that. Trashy. Would uh, this is two days in a row? Wow! Yeah, and I, it doesn't often happen that we crack a thousand two days in a row. But I, the points are the points, and you knew if someone got shot twice, there was a good chance we were gonna crack a thousand. Come on! Cue the intern house band. I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cat Nigel? <laughs> I've been married a long time ago. Huh. Where did you come from? Where, Where did, did you go? go? Where did you come from? Cat I cannot believe two days in a row we cracked 1,000 points. That hardly ever happens. But you did it, Wood. Come and on. today, our gentlemen drinking beer till all hours of the morning earned themselves a whopping 1,215 points. Trashy. <laughs> These people are looking for love. Yeah. I love it. We'll help them find it. Come on. It's Missed Connections with Kelly and Wood. It sure is. This is where Wood scours the internet to find a couple who almost had a love connection but didn't quite make it. So we use 100,000 watts of radio power to see if we can thrust these two back together. This one's called What Happened Male for Female. Mm. Now, this happened about three months ago, and I can't stop thinking about it. So I'm deciding I'm going to try and get some answers. Okay. I'm trying to find Alicia. We matched up on Tinder. Oh. We were supposed to meet at a bar for some drinks. Makes sense. You showed up a little late. Not a big deal. I totally understand. But then you saw me, walked over to me, told me you left your oven on, turned around... And left. That's the only hot thing in this story. I sent you a few messages, but didn't get anything back. What the hell happened? I left my oven on. I use a real picture of me on Tinder, so you obviously knew what I looked like. You walked over to me, after all. Are you in some sort of danger? (laughs) Did I miss some sort of sign that I was trying? I should have saved you. Did my breath smell like booty cheeks? <laughs> I can't stop thinking about why you left like that. I don't even want to go out 
with you again. I just want to know what that was all about. You know, this guy's just driving in his car and be like, what the hell was that? What? 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 (laughs) What happened there? He says, I can't stop thinking about it. I kind of feel bad for this fella. I feel very bad for this gentleman. Like, I almost want to reach out to him as Alicia and be like, look. It was me. It was all me. I was gonna cheat on my boyfriend. Something I had to change of heart. You were so you were so attractive. Mm-hmm. I just knew that there was no future for us. Your radiant glow. Yes. I knew instantly that you were too fine a fish to mount on my wall. Yes. <laughs> don't you worry about it. <laughs> I don't know. But can you imagine that? Are you there? You're pumped up for a first date, and they walk in. Uh, left my oven on. Turn in leaf. This is reason. One hundred and seventy-eight. That I'm glad I'm not on the dating scene anymore. Sounds tough. I, I I wouldn't be able to do it these days. I don't blame you. No. But will this make a love connection? Would that actually? He doesn't even want a love connection. Mm-mm. He just he wants answers. answers. So shoot the guy a text. Let him know. Fill that hole in his heart. Please. He's worried about you. <laughs> What's going on here? I, I left my oven on. Mm. No, you didn't. Walk Get back here. All right, Wood. Well, you've done all you can do, brother. I tried. It's now in the hands of the love gods. Oh, my. And we'll see if she reaches out to him and gives him some answers. And if not, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You'll have another one for us next week, though. I guarantee that. I try my best. A little something we like to call Missed Connection. Kelly and Wood. All right, it's time to do it. Minute to win it. We come up with a topic. We got to come up with things in that topic or that category. And the last one to get theirs out before the buzzer goes off wins. The buzzer will go off after one minute's time. Look at that. We are joined by the one, the only, Brian Riley in the studio with us right now for this one. Hello. And uh, what do you got for us today, Wood? What are we coming up with? Uh, Brian Riley brought this one to the forefront again. Fruit. Okay. Oh, boy. Types of fruit. I got an ace in the hole already. Okay. No, you don't. Yeah, I certainly do. Apple. (laughs) (laughs) Is everybody ready? Yes. For minute to win it. Types of fruits go. Oh, apple. Yeah, I was supposed to say, say apple now. Okay, orange. Clementine. Isn't that a type of orange? No, it's no, a tiny it's, one. It's separate. Okay. It's uh, a- how about watermelon? Peach. How about, how about a nectarine? Ooh, all right. <laughs> how about an apricot? All right. Grapes. Tomato. Now, can I say any type of grape, or just like grapes now generalized out? I think grapes. to are... generalize is... No, I mean, what, are you going to say green grapes versus red grapes? No, cotton candy grapes all the way. Uh, okay. That, that's They're playing God with those. I don't like those. They're the best. They, those do freak me out. They're yeah. so good. They shouldn't taste like cotton candy. They're so good. Pa- papaya. Ooh, Ooh nice. Fun to say. Um, Delish. Does tomato count? Yeah, I already Kelly said tomato. Said oh, okay, so Strawberry? Yeah, Strawberry? Blueberry, Blackberry. raspberry. Ooh, there you go. Boysenberry. Oh. <laughs> Was that your ace of the hole? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm holding on to it now. Uh, kiwi. Yeah. Yep, there's Star that. Star fruit. Uh, uh, melon. Dragon Cantaloma. fruit. Must melon. <laughs> Mango. No. <laughs> I think Kelly got it. I, I, don't know. I thought his went over the buzzer. I thought no. you went over the buzzer. I, I, mine was kumquat. <laughs> <laughs> that, was my, that was my A's in the hole. I'm not even 100% sure if that's a real thing. I, I thought it was an animal. The kumquat? I'll give, you, yeah. I'll give you the win if you can spell kumquat without looking it up. Ah, C-U-M-Q-U-A-T. Mm, now we got to spell that. No, no, nope, starts with a K. <laughs> <laughs> I've, never, I've never actually had one. I wouldn't even be able to, to tell you what one looked like or tastes like. And not an animal. It is a fruit, so well done. I knew it was a fruit, but I, I, has anyone ever actually eaten one? It's uh, described as an orange-like fruit. 
It's a citrus family. All right. Well, we don't know who won, though, this morning's minute to win it. I'll just take the win, guys. No. no you no, were anywhere no. close. Yeah. No. Yours was lame. Yeah. I came up with the idea. You said tomato twice. Yeah. No, you said it once that I... Re- but I'm just saying. Well, fine. So, it's... We, tie? Can, can we have a tie? Look at that. Just like soccer. The mm. smile on Kelly's face knowing he tied is great. <laughs> it's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. So Jason Austin was out golfing with his grandfather, Jose. They're out having a great day, and then this happened. My grandpa had a great shot onto the green, and we thought he was celebrating, said our name. We turned over. He collapsed. Unfortunately, it started turning purple. Checked for a pulse. Checked for his breathing. Nothing. How terrifying is that right there? Definitely not so, especially as a grandson, that's definitely something you don't want to see. Well, without even a moment's hesitation... Jason knew exactly what was going on. Now, he learned CPR while training to be a lifeguard over the summer. Thank heavens. Right. So he knew exactly what to do. And so immediately he starts delegating to people, telling them what to do. He tells his dad, hey, I need you to get on breasts. I'm going to get on compressions, and we'll keep him going here until until the paramedics can show up, which is exactly what they did. They kept doing uh, breasts and compressions. I don't even know how to do CPR. Yeah. So I'm not exactly sure how all that works. You know, my extent of CPR knowledge is from the episode of The Office. I was about to say how many people staying alive, mm-hmm. right? So either way, but they were doing this, and the paramedics show up, and because Jason was doing the compressions and his dad was handling the breathing, they were able to keep Jose alive and keep him, because he was turning purple. So, that oh my gosh, that has to be so terrifying. But uh, Jose said it was almost like they were. I had professional doctors there with me right away, all because my son was taught CPR, or my grandson was taught CPR because he became a lifeguard. Jose's doing just fine now. That that is one of those things. Like that kind of became a a, a rage thing there for a minute when Demar Hamlin with the Buffalo Bills went down. Yeah, and how they saved his life on the field, and everyone should get to know CPR. It, it's, yeah. It doesn't take that long. Like, I was certified long ago. I'm sure it's worn out by now. Yeah, I think in high school, maybe I got certified or something. It is something that'll probably take a couple hours to get knocked out, and it's something that, man, if you ever going to need it, you're going to be glad you know it. Yeah, I, I always, my wife is CPR certified because she works with kids. You know, she works in... Uh, uh, preschool and things mm-hmm. like that. I, I always think like, man, thank God she was around. Like, have my kids ever choked or anything like that? Like, thank God she was around. She she knows how to do the high leg CPR, all that stuff. That's what I'm saying, man. One of those things that you're going to be very glad you learned. Absolutely. Well, thank goodness Jason Austin knew what to do and was able to save Jose's life. He was able to save his own grandfather's life. You know that has to strengthen that relationship, man. Not to mention, hey, Christmas is coming up, Grandpa, and you're here for it. <laughs> oh, Just remember, you can't. Come on, man. You can't work that angle. I would. That takes all the goodness out of it. See, but Jason Austin's a better person than you would. Very true. That's that's why that's why he's the spotlight of our happy hour today. Mm-hmm. And we'll keep doing these kind of stories every single day. They put a little smile on your face. They make you feel good about what's going on in the world. And that's what it's about, after all. All thanks to Audio Video Extremes. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. So shortly before his death in 1790, Benjamin Franklin left $2,000 to the city's Boston and Philadelphia. This was to help young people go to school. Hmm. Now, the thing was, they weren't allowed to touch this money for 200 years. So if you do the math, oh, if you do the math, (laughs) that brings us to 1990, correct? Okay. In 1990, this $200 that Benjamin Franklin left shortly before his death was worth nearly $8 million. 
That $8 million was used to send thousands of people that in the Philadelphia and Boston area that wanted to go to medical school. They were able to get grants from this $2,000 that Benjamin Franklin left behind in 1790. Mm-hmm. They were able to get help with their medical school careers. Over 1,000 people were helped by this money that Benjamin Franklin set aside 2000 or, I'm sorry, 200 years earlier. Man, I, that, I, I'm just that trying to... That isn't cool to you? Well, like, I'm just trying to think of like how much $2,000 in 1790 probably could have bought you Georgia, right? Right. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's... Like, all right, we hear $8 million now, and we're thinking, like, oh, my gosh. I just wonder how much, like, really that did jump up. You know what I'm saying? Well, they said if they were to have left it alone and kept it in there till now, it would be worth upwards of $250 million. But they still, as with anything in the government, they're going to keep dipping into it, dipping yeah. into it. And so now it's... Did Ben Franklin have a job outside of, like, inventing things? Oh, well, yeah. Well, he put that key on a kite. Well, that's when he found out about electricity. Right. Okay. Right. But did he have a... Like, what was his job? He was a he was like one of our best diplomats. Like he was like especially after the Revolutionary War. Like he's the one I believe, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong on this. I believe he's the one who got France on our side to stick it to the Redcoats. Like that dude was crazy smart. But he also did want the uh, he like the American bird, like our our mascot. He wanted to be the turkey. Now uh, you gotta get the hell out on that one. Mascot. Just, yeah. <laughs> just off the top of my head, he not only played an influential role in the Revolutionary War era. No, so you Google this. <laughs> no, this is just off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, he fought for American independence. He also helped. To shape, <laughs> he also helped to shape the U.S. Constitution. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, your Google answer didn't tell us anything else, man. Yeah. He was also a lifetime champion of the First Amendment freedoms, particularly freedom of the press. Mm-hmm. So did he have a job? He was also he was a writer too. Right, he wrote the Federalist Papers. Yeah, so this guy just had a lot of hobbies, is what I'm catching. Well, no, I mean he was a he was and, a, like Wood said, he was a diplomat. All right, but look at our le- look at our political leaders now. Like, do any of these cats have jobs? All right. Well, I'm just saying. I know, but All we're right, derailing fair. the thing here. This was cool that back in t- t- 1790. What? Well, I was, I was just trying to ask because I don't know how he got two grand. I. Mm. He was a diplomat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a handshake deal. Right. Probably when the maybe he rounded up on the Louisiana Purchase. Right. Same same way that politicians go into uh, go into Washington poor and come out rich. Right. Same exact way. Maybe it was just like here, we'll give you two thousand dollars if we don't have the turkey as their mascot. As guys, the cool thing is, is that a thousand people were able to go to medical school thanks to a gift set aside by Benjamin Franklin back in seventeen ninety. If you started with two thousand dollars in seventeen ninety, that would be like having sixty six thousand dollars now. So definitely did go up. Right, good for them. All but, right, but because of interest and in everything else, it was worth six, it was worth almost eight million. Not bad. That being said, maybe you didn't find this one interesting. It got super derailed there for just a second. Yeah, we don't know a lot. It was two hundred, <laughs> not two thousand. No, I don't think so, Jason. I think you're wrong. I think, I think you said two hundred at the start. No, two hundred years ago, he set aside two thousand. Uh, in the year two thousand, you dig. <laughs> Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. I really honestly did, because I never had heard about this before. Was and he the first postmaster general? No, that was the diabetes guy. Wilford Brimley? Yeah, from Darla texted that in. Can I end this? <laughs> Please? <laughs> I-, I got my clothes all ready to go here when you guys are ready. <laughs> Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. <laughs> I certainly did. And it doesn't matter if you did, because sometimes I have to say that. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. 
Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break of the morning. I tell Wood, I'm setting sail for the high seas, man, in seven years. Allegedly. <laughs> and I decide to stay strong as a parent, dropping punishments on kids. We covered a lot of ground in our bonus track. It's our first break of the day, and here it is. Kelly and Wood. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. <laughs> I was ready. I was ready. Come on. Come on. We were sitting here jawboning, and I totally forgot to turn this on. But yeah. either way, we're ready to do this thing this morning. Hey, it's here. Neither here nor there. I'm in such a good mood today. Uh, it's not even Thursday. I, I know. And, and, I had the, and I'm not going to talk about the stupid boat anymore. I know people are sick of hearing about this stupid boat. God, yes. But going out on that thing. <laughs> He's finally read my blog. <laughs> going out on that thing is like a mini vacation for me. So you got out there yesterday. I got I was I was out there, wouldn't I? was loving every minute of and it. And it didn't sink. It didn't sink. And it steered correctly. Hallelujah. Steady and true. Look, I, we will say this. And I don't care if it's a boat. I don't care if it's a car. I don't care if it's a toilet you fix at your house. When you fix something, oh man, and then you use it and it works properly, it, you you feel like the, a that's geni- a high. <laughs> you feel like a genius. That that, that is a high that I, you know junkies chase all the time because you're just like, yes, yep, I am man or woman, yeah. and I can do whatever. Yes. Feels good. I am the conqueror of this universe. It, that is just one of the most BA feelings that there is. It's like when you get a tool at Christmas. Yeah. And you're just jonesing for something to break around the house. Yeah. Like, come on. I dare you because I'm going to... I'm going to put you back together instantly. I'm going to put that hinge back on that door finally. I kind of go around, start kicking things, seeing yeah. just, hey, is this... What's the... Well, I didn't do all that. Oh. But I did fix it. I got it out. My wife was like, I think you like being out on the boat more than you like anything else. I'm like, I can't help it. Finally, she's reading my blog. <laughs> I just, I, I love, I absolutely love it. I am bummed that summer's almost over. That's, oh, stop. Don't, 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 don't be bringing that negativity in here. It's not, that's not negativity. Hey, that's not negativity. It kind of is. Because you're just like, oh no, here it goes. Well, I, I want to be, here's the thing. By the end of summer, I want to be so sick of putting that boat on the water that I need a break from it. You know what I'm saying? Man, have you ever gotten to that point before? Hell no. Well, Love let's go. <laughs> Should we get this show going? Oh, 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 oh we would have been oh, sabotaged. Sabotaged again. Here All we right. go. Are you ready? Let's go. Woo! Okay. <laughs> hey, man, it's been a few years of writing one of those every single morning. Hey, and you know what? They're fresh every time. Every single time. And they're written 30 seconds before we go on the air. You're not one of these rappers who raps the same word to the same word. No, sometimes. Uh, how was your evening, man? It was... Pretty low-key-ish, I okay. would say. Now, here's the deal. I love my children. I right? would hope so. I, 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 I'll go to the mattresses for them. Yes. But my son is driving me up a wall currently. Now, you, you've heard, probably heard about me talk about my son many times on this show. Mm-hmm. He's a wild man. He's a loose cannon. He lives by his own rules. And honest to God, there's a part of me that really does... Envy that streak in him. I, I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome that he grips it and rips it on a daily basis. It is. Until you tell him to knock it off. And he doesn't. <laughs> he ha- he loves... First of all, he doesn't sleep well. And I think that's part of you know his ADHD and things. Like we've been talking Right, like of that. course. He does not sleep well. Like he could... There was one time I remember when he was real little. My wife and I said, you know what? We're going to just tucker him out today. We took him to the park. We took him swimming. We let him do everything, and then we're gonna say we're gonna let him stay up as late as we possibly can. Yeah, you guys are falling asleep. Three a.m. This kid was still flying around the That's house. Crazy man. And at that point in time, I knew that I had given birth 
to a human version of meth. Yes. Right? Well, I mean, that's the energy level this little kid has. I like how you say you gave birth. So in the mornings, he wakes up before everyone else. So he, he it's tough for him to go to bed, and then he will get up early. Like, he will be A-OK for an entire day if he gets five hours of sleep. Right. Oh, man. Which shouldn't be humanly possible, right? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's my life and your life, probably. But he has developed cat burglar-like skills. I have put alarms on his door. I have concocted barricades outside of his door to try and keep him in the room or just at least set off alarm bells when i hear him get up that i know he's up right and then i i hey you got to go back to bed like there there are many a times where i will get up my alarm goes off at 3 15 in the morning and he's up he will sneak downstairs and he will sneak junk food right he will eat ice cream whatever it is and that's like a big no-no in our house. Like, like if you want food, we will give you healthy food. Yeah, it's especially for me who grew up heavy. I want to instill good eating choices in my children. It's a good plan. He doesn't care. <laughs> well, he weighs what thirty pounds. I mean, the kid just maybe because he he needs that. He's like a hummingbird, dude. He needs all the sugar he can get. Like a buzz around. I'm telling you, like even our doctors, like look, whatever he wants to eat, just give it to him. Give him as much as he can take. Yeah, he needs it, dude. But it's like it's just the fact of you were told not to do this, so I have to drop the hammer when I get home, right? Yeah, like he'll break these rules. I'll come home. Shut it down. Yeah, I'm shutting it down. You know, and I will institute punishments. Screens, gone. Outside, gone. It doesn't even exist anymore, son. Go go on down the list. And he is becoming a hardened criminal. (laughs) Oh, great. This is the uh, prison, uh, school to prison pipeline they talk about. It may be because I can't, I can't break him. (laughs) And now he has figured out that like, if I'll take away his stuff, I'll get all my stuff, and then I will sit down to relax. Yeah. Whether it's a video game, TV, whatever. And he'll just come up, hey, hey, what you doing, Dad? Hey, w- watching TV, what's up? What are you watching? And he will then pepper me. Like, yeah. you ever, you see that, that scene in Uncle Buck? Right. Where Macaulay Culkin just hits him with questions. Like, what's your name? What's yeah. your girlfriend's name? Where's <clears throat> your, yeah. And Everest just hit me with the most, hey, how do they make plastic? I, <laughs> I, I don't know. The plastic factory, Everett. And he will know. Can we go there? That if, if he keeps edging me, inch by inch by inch, and I, I believe I have an incredibly long wick. I think you do. Due to my years as a bouncer. Like, I'm used to drunk people, annoying people, the whole thing. He wears me down. But the TNT at the end of that wick is a hot dose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he, he, he's, he's like water. What is it, Bruce Lee? Who's like, you know, be like water? Be like water, my friend. Yeah, he is. And it's just incessant. Pop, pop, pop. Finally, I'm just like, do whatever you want. <laughs> For the love of God. <laughs> Can I just get some peace and quiet? And then he's like, yeah. you know, scurries off. Bye, sucker. Yeah. You know, he's got a switch under his one arm. Yeah. iPad under the other. Ice cream cone in the hand. I think kids are a lot like prisoners. Hear me out on this one. I'm listening. All they do is sit and observe. I remember a dude in jail told me this one time. He's like, all we do is sit and observe all the time. That's why prisoners know, like, that's why they can, that's why they try and escape because they recognize patterns all the time. I can see it. Your son has sat and observed you for many a moon now mm-hmm. and knows, like, if I just strategically do these couple of things, I'll get what I want. Oh, yeah. And honestly, he knows. God love her. My wife has a many a strengths. Yeah. She's the weak link in this chain. Well, moms usually are. She, she will snap, uh, you know, because to be fair, you say, like, you know, moms usually are because 
She's also putting up with me. Yeah, no, the other kids and everything. I didn't mean an insult. No, no, by no, that. no. But it's 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 like all that stuff like builds up, and then here comes Everett, and he's like, oh yeah, there, there is the one who's lagging behind, <laughs> carrying everything, doing everything, and and then I'll just be like, Andrea, chill out. <laughs> then she turns it on me, and oh, then Everett, yeah. then Everett really knows, hey. I'm I'm good here. Again, like a prisoner, he turns the two guards against each other, mm-hmm. and he's off scot free. And it's one of those things. It's tough. You got to imagine. You know, as we as parents, sometimes you really got to stick through with those punishments. Otherwise, they know. Oh, they know a hundred percent. My kids know but instantly. Yesterday, I, I held on, man. I was very proud of myself. I was just like, no, no. I answered every question, made up answers for ones I didn't know. He even looked at me and goes, how are you so smart? I was like, <laughs> son, one day you'll know. Literally, as you know, I'm just making it up as I go. <laughs> Love and life today, Wood. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to need a favor from you, sir. Okay. We're going to look ahead. Just, uh, it's awfully early, but you're hey. cashing that in. But what you, the heck? You got plenty of time on this one, okay? okay. We're going to shoot ahead to the year 2030. Do you think you and I will still be working together in the year 2030? I mean, unless you know something I don't. I don't. Okay. I know, you, know, I, you know everything before I do. Well, True. I've decided something. This is what I... Now, at first I thought, I'm going to do this for my 50th birthday. But my birthday's in December. It would make the first few miles of this trek a little bit tough because it's going to be on the water. Okay. And uh, the water freezes mm. in December. Thanks so for cluing me in. So Appreciate that's not going to work. It probably, wouldn't, it probably wouldn't free up till I got to Missouri or something. But mm-hmm. I want to take a boat down the entire Mississippi River. That is what I decided yesterday as I was out on the river on my boat, which we're not going to get into all that because people are sick of hearing about that stupid thing. But I want to take a trip, and I don't know where the, or I don't know where the I can get on the river. Like I don't know what the highest point I can get on the river and, and make it all the way down. Because there's dams and whatnots. Right. Even where I take my boat out on the river, there's dams. Mm-hmm. So it's like I know i got to go a little further south than that. I don't know if I can put in at in Minneapolis. I don't know where it has to be. But I here's what I want. I, in 2030, okay. when my kids are graduated from high school, I'm going to need two weeks off. You think you're getting this done in two weeks? Down the whole bit? Yeah. Okay. How, how long could it possibly take? Okay. No, no. I mean, well, I mean, it took Lewis and Clark, who, by, by the way, that was like their gig. They didn't have a sweet motor on their... And I'm not taking the bluegill. There's no way the bluegill would make it. I was about to say. I'm going to need a real boat for this. Right. <laughs> because I, there's parts of the Mississippi that, like, Lake Pepin is the widest part of the Mississippi, and it is huge. It's a gigantic lake. How can a lake be inside of a river? It, it's just how it works. That doesn't make sense at all. Well, look it up, fool. Okay. It's there. All right. I, and I'm not a water person. I understand No, you're this. not. You're not. You're okay. not a... You're not a Maritime. Nah. I was going to say something, and I was like, nah, that's going to sound dirty. Not I'm that not, kind of show. Not that kind of show. It was going to sound dirty. You were a man of the sea, if you <laughs> yes, will. There you, you go. You just rearrange the words, and it sounds just fine. Correct. But I was like, so I, so yesterday, I got home from taking my boat out, and I was like, is it, like, how far, can I just take the whole Mississippi? And so I, saw, I found YouTube videos of people who do it. Okay. And they get, like, a little houseboat, and they just go down the Mississippi. That's what I want to do. When my kids graduate high school, that's going to be my gift to myself for sacrificing low these many years, not having any fun, not doing anything <clears throat> I want to do. I'm going to do the. I'm going to do. I'm going to do a huge trip on the boat, and I don't care if anyone comes with. Well, that was going to be my next question. Is this something you're going to do with the family, or is this a solo jaunt? Well, my family won't want to go because they hate being around me. Correct. Uh, my wife, she could probably take me or leave me. She'd hate that trip, by the way. She would absolutely hate that Mr. trip. Mr. Kelly, this sucks. <laughs> my people. <laughs> Where do I go number two, Mr. <laughs> Kelly? You didn't think ahead. I hate this place. 
Because then, yeah, where would you do all that? I don't. I, I mean, it, you'd have to pack it up with, you know, food and whatnot. You can get a little like, uh, you can get like a little travel toilet. Okay, so a bucket, great. No, it's it's I'm like out. A, it's like a it's like a travel toilet that puts it in a bag and seals it. Mm, I've seen okay. these before. I would murder you before we even got out of the great state of Minnesota. Well, I don't seem to remember inviting you along on this trip. I imagine I was, but I said no. <laughs> well, I'm glad you you you've got this journey of self discovery. I just I I love being on the water. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I should have probably went into the Coast Guard or something. A man of the sea. Until yes. Mm-hmm. Until they would have made me like jump in to save somebody. I'd be like, hold up, just like, yeah, and it's all choppy. Yeah, you know, I couldn't do all that. Plus uh, the smell. Well, I watched I watched uh, Coast Guard Alaska. Those dudes. Now that's a tough beat. Well, yeah, they're jumping in ice cold water, like, and they say like they're nervous before every time they jump in, like they'll vomit a lot of times. Well, the what, like the Bering Sea up there, like yeah. the, the, the deadliest catch yeah. in that area. No thanks. And those dudes got to jump in the water sometime. So yeah. probably not, probably not the Coast Guard. But I'm just saying that. So put it on your calendar, please. 2030. I'm gonna need two weeks off. Knock yourself out. And I think I could get to New Orleans and back in two weeks. You know, it's it's kind of wild. I mean, I'm glad, first of all, that you are taking a summer of wood approach to a to seven twen- years from now to 2030. Yeah. But my wife came in last night and told me she's like, "Hey, I just booked a trip." Now, my wife is like my family's travel agent. Yeah, she handles all the details. I was like, "Sweet, where are we going?" She's like, "Oh no, not you. Me and one of my friends are going to." And and I apologize. I don't know it, but it's like some book Comic Con thing. That sounds like a, that something would, you'd really want to go to, Wood. Well, they, there's like 300 authors that get together in like Texas in like June. And then they all, I don't know if they all just sit around and read. I, I, I don't know. Boy, that sounds miserable. But she just told me, she's like, look, I'm going. It's going to be like four days. You're in charge of the kids. Just letting you know this is happening. A year from now? It's in June, I guess. Okay, so she's giving you an entire year to figure out how to be a, a, a proper parent. I don't want this. I, and I even told her, I was like, look, hey, what if I got the kids reading at a really high level? They'll want to go with you. Yeah. Then you just take the kids. That's a fun trip for her. Via con Dios. Adios. And is no. it a certain type of author that she's going to It's like, like a- all, no, it's all her like authors that write all of her smut books. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they'll all get together and I do declares. Yeah. <laughs> but she's, I, I, to give her credit, she's super excited about it. I took a ton of heat at WeFest, by the way, because I don't read as much. Like a bunch of readers got together. And they almost stoned well, they, me with like the, the ganged up books. They ganged up on you. Yeah. And they started using a bunch of words I didn't know. I mean, hey. Well, that's a lot, though. I said, once I start Googling some of these words, I may come back here with some receipts. That's a lot to choose from, though. And then I forgot to, to Google it, and then I was like, ah, right, yeah. they just made fun of me and ran off. Well, bullies! It, it seems like both your wife and I are on a path of self-discovery. Well, good. Mine isn't going to happen for seven more years, though, but mm-hmm. but when it does, it's going to be glorious. Uh, Brenton takes and says, hey, Kelly, it's going to take much longer than two weeks. How? Uh, Alicia said, we had friends who took a canoe down the whole river. It took them over a month. Okay, that's on a canoe. I'm talking about like a houseboat. What, are you making good time just like cutting corners, just blasting down? No, it has a, I'd have a motor. I'm not out there with a paddle. I'm not. I'm not trying to work. I want to. I just want to see some of America from from an angle where no one gets to hardly ever see it. I was about to say Lewis and Clark saw it from that. The angle. river. Yeah. You, enough of Lewis and Clark. All right? I'm I don't sorry. Wanna, I don't want to hear America. those two names for the rest of the show. Now, what happened when they got all the way up there? I don't know. Where did they peel off? I'm sure they told us in school, and I just paid no attention. Again, getting back to my books. Yeah, but I I would have a motorboat. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and and so I wouldn't be in a, I'm not doing a canoe. Okay. Like I, I would have a bathroom. I would have food. I would have, you know, entertainment. What entertainment? <laughs> I don't know. A book? <laughs> <laughs> a television set? I don't know. I am now all of a sudden my wife's on your trip now. <laughs> Fine. I'm, I'm just saying I would do it in a, in a power boat, not in a canoe. Okay. Josh I'm, says, hey, there's a YouTube channel. I just watched the canoe the whole river yeah, took I don't him want, longer. I don't want to do that. I'm talking about a power boat. Here guy. comes Kelly in a cigarette boat. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suck my wake. <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> Either way, so put that on your calendar. All, all right. right, I'll put it down in ink. Should we do some history, my friend? Come on. It was on this day, all the way back in 1948. <laughs> Babe Ruth. <laughs> this music doesn't really fit the story. Uh, Babe Ruth died. Jeez. In, in, in that's such a happy, fun song. <laughs> Could I have found? Maybe have played "Happy Birthday." Yeah, it would have fit better. That's it, like a. That's like that song makes me think of summer. You know, yeah. being at the ballpark. Well, I mean, Babe Ruth. Don't you when you think True. Of baseball? Don't you think of Babe Ruth? Anyway, he passed away on this day back in 1948 at the age of 53. Still one of the real powerful pictures in sports. Where that last appearance of Babe Ruth at Yankee Stadium, where he looks just frail. Yeah. And again, like 53. I yeah. mean, he. Hard living, though, man. Big time. I mean, a guy who loved his women, yeah. loved his smokes, loved his booze. Yeah. I mean, a larger than life character. I would, I would actually like to see them do another movie about that because they did John Goodman. Okay. Who was supposed to be playing like a young Babe Ruth, but John Goodman was like 40. Oh, yeah, that's weird. When he did, I love John he probably, Goodman. He probably looked like a young Babe Ruth, though, because Babe Ruth looks so old. Kind of, sort of. Like, even in his 20s, he looked like he was 50. Yeah, it's just, what a character yeah. Babe Ruth truly was. And, like, he, we're seeing stuff like today, like Shohei Otani, and I'm not going to get too many into sports, but Shohei Otani's doing things in sports today that haven't been done since Babe Ruth. Holy cow. Like, we're really living through some really cool times right now. Sometimes we just don't take the time to notice. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. There you go. Uh, on this day in 1954, speaking of sports. We know how much you love sports. So what would it take to get you to pick up the phone and order Sports Illustrated? Sports Illustrated was first published six years after Babe Ruth passed away in 1954. Eddie Matthews on the very first cover of Sports Illustrated. How much is that thing worth if you have it? A lot. I bet. And then Sports Illustrated became like... The thing. Well, who is he? I don't. I don't know who that is. Eddie Matthews is a baseball player. Okay. Yeah, he was just on the cover. And you go back to like the '90s and stuff. You waited for that day for Sports Illustrated to show up in your mailbox, and you were just like, "Holy cow, here we go!" And if like your favorite player was on the cover, yeah. I remember I bought I I actually bought some Sports Illustrated because I used to actually be into sports. Uh, if Michael Jordan was ever on the cover, I mm-hmm. would get it. And uh, when Buster Douglas beat Mike Tyson, I bought that Sports yep. Illustrated because I just thought that was such a miraculous story. I wanted to read more about it. And the picture of Mike Tyson looking for his mouthpiece, yeah, on that picture is just like one of those. Whoa, I wish I, man! I wish I still had that somewhere. Well, and and then of course it just got eaten up by the internet age and everything like that. You, you would have thought they could have stayed ahead of it, you know? Like your Sports Illustrated, you should have enough smart people there to be like, "Hey guys, this internet looks like it's going to stick around. Maybe we should go digital." Well, SI.com was a thing there for a while, but then ESPN was just such a juggernaut. You're right. But let's be honest, everybody looked forward to that swimsuit issue. Well, 
Hey. Hey, oh. Then your dad's like, hey, where's that switching issue? <laughs> Take uh, it easy. Don't know, Dad. Don't know what to tell you, buddy. Did you did you get that one, no, Dad? Sinner? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, and on this day, Wood, a sad day. Elvis has left the building. On this day in 1977, Elvis passed away. Elvis and Babe Ruth both died on the same day. Yeah. Does that wow. mean something? I don't know. Both kings. It could be of their professions. It could definitely mean something. But yeah, what a sad, what a sad thing that was, man. Like he had. If you ever like see the interviews with like the Memphis Mafia and those guys, like they were all a really tight group, man. And but no one can tell the king no. Same thing with like Michael Jackson and Prince and all these guys. You surround yourself with yes men. They're not going to look out for your best interest. It's incredibly dangerous, and we see it time and time again. And I will say this, and not to spoil it or anything, you know what happens. But the Elvis movie, yeah, like you didn't like it. I thought it was weird. I I, I liked parts. I, I liked parts, but a lot of it was not true. So that kind of bugged me a little bit. But the ending. The very ending where they kind of spliced those scenes together yeah. was one of the most well done like video parts I've ever seen. I was just like, that was, and then you just kind of saw, it really hammered home how rough he was at the end. Well, absolutely. And that last performance where he did uh, Unchained Melodies, mm-hmm. like, I'm not even going to play it. It's too sad. Like well, he, And just dripping in sweat. Yeah, that poor guy, man. Yeah. What a mm. sad way to go out. But anyway, we lost him back in 1977. Let's turn it around and get some happy news going here. Please, boy. please, please. Celebrating a birthday today. Cowboy, take me away. Emily Robinson of The Chicks. Now, if I'm remembering right, she's the banjo player in yes. the group. Um, I, can I tell you, I love this song. It's one of those ones that the windows it, go up. Yeah, if it comes on the radio, I'm not turning it. I'm turning it up. Yeah, but you know, you still got that stoic look on your yeah. face. Maybe a, a single tear running down. But they're all in the same age. I'm going to say she's like 49 today. Ah, you're close, man, but not close enough. She's 51 today. Okay. I actually had a chance to meet her. She was married to Charlie Robinson, the guy who wrote uh, Traveling Soldier. Really? Yeah, they were married just for a little while, and hmm. uh, I think 2009 is when they got a divorce. I seem to know a lot about Emily Robinson. I was about for some to say reason. a lot. I just I like I like the chicks. I like them. There you go. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today. I declare bankruptcy. That's <laughs> one of my favorite scenes ever. Steve Carell. He's celebrating a birthday today. I had no idea he was this old. Michael Scott is just. On the Mount Rushmore TV characters. I put him up there. Phil Dunphy, Michael Scott. When he left the office, Kelso. that show really went down. Yeah, it was. It it, it sucked after and, that. And think of like it had high quality act like Idris Elba came on. Like, yeah. I mean, there were like accomplished people that came on and just could not fill that role. Ed Helms just didn't. He didn't fit that. I don't know. He was annoying as the as the boss. I, it just got annoying after that. And then you think of everything else that Steve Carell has done with the Despicable Me stuff. I mean, he really has a amazing career. And I think we've talked about this before. He owns like a grocery store in like Vermont or yeah, something. Yeah, I was just about to say that. He owns a, like a little, him and his wife own like a little corner store. Yeah. And he's in there all the time, they say. Stocking shelves. And, right, and he'll take a picture with you or whatever. He's like, but I, you know, don't don't go get, put, you know, getting a bunch of people in here and everything else. Like he just wants to live a normal life kind of. I think he's got to be, I think he's going to say 60. Ah, you're close, my friend. He's the ripe old age of 61 today. Good for him. And of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well. 